Welcome to the First Year Experience Podcast. If you've ever wondered how to transition into college or if you want to do it better, keep on listening. I'm your host, Bella Doles, and I'm with Audrey Kim, Clara Griebel, and Lexi Beer. Hey, Audrey, um, I know you're from Chicago, so can you tell me what it's like being an out-of-state student? Yeah, so there are a lot of struggles that come with being an out-of-state kid at a school that has such a big in-state population, but let's get into it. First of all, the struggle is real, everyone. When everyone in your hall goes back home for the weekend to sleep in their own beds, shower without, a sh- without shower shoes on, eat home-cooked meals, and see your dog, kids like me have absolutely no choice but to rot in our dorms. I mean, I see a ton of moms bringing groceries for their kids, too, and I'm just like, wow, like, I really miss my mom, <laughs> my car, and some really good quality food. Another thing I noticed is that everyone here knows each other somehow and like that's lovely for them but it's hard for you to just interject yourself into friend groups that have already pre-existed. I can totally relate to this. Even after welcome week it became much harder to make friends because people had already formed groups with people already. You definitely have to try a lot harder to make friends the longer you are here. Someone standing right next to me on convocation day met this girl that somehow knew her friend that lives two cities away and they just clicked because they had something in common. It gets super lonely and it feels like you're quite honestly an outsider, but I'm here to tell you that it's completely valid and normal for you to feel this way. I miss home every single day. I miss my best friend, I miss my bed, I miss my family and my toilet, my car, the food and vibes of Chicago in general, and just so much more. I can't even begin to imagine what it would be like to be so far from all of these. Although Minnesota and Chicago aren't that far apart, they're pretty unique in their own ways. But yeah, before we go into helpful strategies on what you can do to help build your own community, I wanted to put out a few mental health resources out there for those who feel like they need to talk to someone about their struggles. And this doesn't just go for out-of-state kids. These resources can be super helpful for anyone. I also want to recommend the Boynton Health Clinic. They have some amazing therapists and psychologists that I personally have really benefited from. You're paying for college, so might as well take all the benefits of it. For example, Let's Talk is a program run by the U that provides virtual consultations for students during their academic year. You don't need to schedule an appointment. Walk-ins are totally welcome. There are also several workshops, including the Attack Anxiety Workshop that provides students a new mindset that enables them to create more meaning in their lives. There are four to five total sessions per semester, so the commitment is super low and you also learn how to live a more stress-free lifestyle. How awesome is that? There are a ton of resources at the U, so take advantage of that and meet with someone that can really provide you with some solace and support. So, Audrey, how have you been finding connections on campus? Um, So, my best sisterly advice to you is that you need to get involved. The easiest way to meet new people, from my experience, is to put yourself out there and join clubs and socialize with your classmates. Connecting with that point, try not to make all your closest best friends in your dorm or hall. It's definitely great to have a community when you come back home, but don't put all your eggs in one basket. Personally, I got super lonely and sad in mid-September when I realized that college isn't like the movies and grades actually matter. So I decided to join a business frat, woman in business, and salt. These clubs sound so cool. Can you tell me more about what each one is? Yeah, of course. So the business frat I'm in is called Delta Sigma Pi, and I joined because I wanted a community. I love them all, and I'm super glad I joined. Women in business is also something I enjoy going to, but I will say that I was initially on the passion committee and later found out that I couldn't handle it. So I dropped out and that's okay because you know yourself and your limits best. I also joined SALT, which is a religious organization where I get to just meet a ton of new people from St. Thomas, Bethel, and of course the U. Those all sound really amazing. And actually I've had really, really similar positive experiences in my sorority Pi Beta Phi and my club's business board and club lacrosse. 
I really love that you can meet new people from other colleges. I also think it's so important to find clubs so you can find people and have a community. I'm in Sherm, the Human Resources Club and Women in Business and love knowing that I can have people that I can talk to and also have things in common with. Through these organizations, I met a ton of people and now wherever I go, I run into at least two familiar faces. Maybe even just choose one organization that you really want to be part of and build your community in a more focused environment. For those who don't have the longest social battery like I do, I totally feel you, I get you. It's hard to socialize for hours or step out of your comfort zone. A good solution I have for you is that if you don't prefer very stimulating activities, try making just one really good friend. Start small and then grow. Having just one person that you can lean on can make such a big difference in your life. Yes, I've met a ton of new people and have befriended a lot of them as well, but ultimately at the end of the day, I have one close friend that I always text or call or talk to because they just get me in a, they just get me in a way where I feel so much more comfort. The number of people you are friends with is truly just a number. What matters more is who makes you feel like you're at home, who provides you with that feeling of excitement and joy where you don't even need a social battery around them to function. I cannot agree more with this. I think having those friends that you don't need a social battery for is so, so important. Right, and those are the rare and hardest friendships to find so seriously. Don't compare yourself to others. A relation, a relation that has no meaning, in my opinion, isn't a relationship at all. And if you're, in a state, if you're an in-state kid, check in on your out-of-state friends. Ask them to go cafe hopping with you to find cute study spaces, get some lunch with them, or simply just ask them how they're doing. The little things truly matter in general, though. Try to include people as best as you can, because college is a lonely place whether you're an out-of-state kid or not, so just keep that in mind. Audrey, you know, I really loved how you reiterated the fact that you're not alone on campus, and um, I really loved just to hear you talking about how um, trying to push past your comfort zone and explore to the best of your abilities, and that part really resonates with me. I really appreciate how you talked about if that's not how you roll, then it's cool too. You know, you only go to college once, so I think it is important to have a positive outlook on whatever challenges may come your way. Um, this advice also really serves as a great way for you to grow as a person and a student, so try to take care of yourself and know that you're not alone. Similar to Audrey, one of my biggest worries when coming to college was the social aspect. I think almost every incoming college student shares the same worry of, will I actually make any friends? For me, this was one of my biggest concerns, and I'm here to share some of my personal advice and give you some tips and tricks on what worked for me. Now, most people might think that you don't start making friends until you move in, but one piece of advice I have about that is to start earlier. Mm, I totally agree with that. Personally, I decided to just talk to everyone in my dorm the day I moved in. I mean, I peeked my head into literally every room I could, just so I could say hi or introduce myself. But what were some, way, what were some good ways, as to, ways you combated that? I found that social media, such as Snapchat and Instagram, is a great way to start getting in touch with people. Something that I did was to follow all the U of M 2027 pages or whatever class you're in and start reaching out to people through there. My go-to line was always, hey, I saw your post on the UMN account and saw we had a lot in common. I'd love to get to know you more. I would literally copy and paste this message to hundreds of people, and it was a super easy way to get connected. And honestly, I did this too. And, you know, the best part was if we didn't click, it wasn't a big deal because there are still so many other people to meet. Yes, exactly. My next piece of advice is to be social at orientation. The key thing to remember is that everyone is in the same boat as you. No one really knows anyone, and the majority of people are open to new friendships. When I was at orientation, I met a few girls I really liked, but I figured, you know, it's a big campus. Maybe I, I would probably never see them again. Boy, was I wrong. I stayed in contact with these girls over the summer, and now they're some of my best friends, and we actually just signed a lease together. So in conclusion, just reach out to people and stay connected, because you never know. Someone you reached out to on a whim may just become one of your best friends. 
Something I want to reiterate is the fact that everyone coming to college is in the exact same boat as you, especially when move-in day comes. Those first few days on campus, you're going to meet so many new people. Some you're going to become best friends with, and some you'll probably never see again, but that's okay. My biggest piece of advice I can offer is to step out of your comfort zone and be social. Try to meet as many new people as possible. When you do this, you'll eventually find people you click with. Invite people to your room, invite people to come eat lunch with you, whatever it may be. Yeah, I totally agree with the, with you there, Clara. There is such an important that is such an important mindset to have, especially when you're a freshman in college. Another thing to just keep in mind is that you quite honestly may never see them again. So if you guys don't click, seriously, don't worry about it. Exactly. And now, once you've gotten over the scary part of actually making friends, it can be difficult to balance your social and academic life, which is something I struggled with at first. College is already a huge adjustment, so those first couple weeks I was super stressed about the academic load, but I also didn't want to miss out on activities with my friends because I wanted to continue getting close to them and didn't want to feel left out. And trust me when I say this, the FOMO is real. Balancing academics and your social life can seem like a lot, but once you get into a good routine of things, it really isn't too bad. One suggestion I have is to do your homework early and on the weekdays. I always try to do my homework the day it's assigned and do it immediately after my classes. This is so important tip for getting stuff done and getting it done on time. If I don't do this, my homework just piles up and becomes unmanageable for me over the weekend. This is so true. By getting my work done early and on weekdays, I'm able to spend time with my friends on weekends on the weekends. I know the style doesn't work for everyone, but getting my homework done before the weekend has had a huge positive impact on my life. This is so helpful for me. The first couple of weeks being here, I would try to wait until after the class meets for the week to do my homework for the class. So I'd be starting my homework for the week on Wednesdays after my Monday, Wednesday classes would meet and I would end up with loads of homework on the weekends. I've learned to focus on homework throughout the week so I can enjoy my weekends with friends. Me too. By doing this, I'm able to hang out with my friends, relax, and have fun on the weekends instead of being stressed about school. I mean, most of us are already stressed about school on the weekdays, so why bring the stress into the weekend too? Chances are your friends will be more willing to hang out on a Saturday night than a Tuesday night, so what better day to do your homework? Another thing that has been helpful is to find friends with the same academic drive as you. Wow, I bet it would be really difficult if you care, you know, really heavily about school, which, you know, you should maybe consider doing. But if your friends don't care as much, they might not respect your boundaries about school or even pressure you to skip your homework to hang out with them instead. Yes, exactly. School is really important to me and my friends. We all have a mutual understanding that weeknights are for schoolwork and weekends are for having fun and spending more time together. One of, my, one of the best ways that I've found to balance my social and academic life is to get dinner with my friends every night. We will often do our homework independently, but we will take a break and eat dinner together, which is a great way to spend time with your friends while also not ditching your homework. I agree. After a day of classes and homework, there's nothing better than taking a break to go eat with your friends. This way you can do your homework, but you still get to see your friends and catch up and talk about your days. This may sound like a silly little thing, but trust me, dinner with my friends is often the favorite part of my day, and some of my best memories so far are eating dinner with everyone. Right, because for me at least, Pio's ice cream hits so hard at night when you're debriefing with your friends about your days. Mmm, right? Nothing beats Pio ice cream. Doing homework together is also a great way to balance this. Try to make friends in your classes or see if any of your friends are in the same classes. This way you guys can meet up and work on assignments together. Even if you don't have the same classes, sometimes doing homework with each other is a great way to get things done while also just being in each other's presence. Joining a club is also an awesome way to include academic and social life. I personally am not in any clubs, but I have attended a club meeting and honestly had a great time. I immediately felt so included and I really felt I belonged. 
I know Audrey touched on some clubs, and Bella, I heard you were in a few clubs too? Well, yeah, actually, I really love playing club lacrosse, and I met so many girls. Um, so college-specific clubs are a really great me- way to meet people interested in the same things you are. So like my business board club, which is Carlson-specific, but school-wide clubs like lacrosse are a great way to meet a whole new group of people. So, Clara, I really love how you talked about the other ways besides clubs to meet people. I think it's so good that you to understand that there's so many people to meet and so many ma- ways to do it. So, hey, Lexi, I heard you have a job. Can you tell me how you did that while balancing friends and school? Well, for me, one of my biggest concerns when coming to school here was how could I ever possibly manage having a job as well as having a full course load of classes. My sister just graduated from college while working the entirety of her college experience. The majority of her time in college, she didn't even come home for breaks or holidays. This was something I became very scared of happening. I never wanted to be so busy that I couldn't even come home for a break. Managing work and school life has become one of my biggest concerns coming to college. Thankfully, I've learned how to manage it. I also shared this concern with Lexi. I wanted to find a job, but I also didn't want to bite off more than I can chew during my first semester here. Right? A typical student takes about 20 or 15 credits per semester, which means you're expected to do 30 hours outside of class studying and doing homework assignments. This alone is about 45 hours, which is basically already a full-time job. On top of this, it's important to be involved in your school. This makes it much harder to work to balance a work life. As someone who is paying for their own tuition, I know I need to work in college, like my sister did. Okay, girl boss, look at you go. Something I found to be very important for me was waking up early. If I were to take a late class, knowing myself, I wouldn't end up doing any homework before the class. So I have a lot of morning classes, and that way I know I'm up for the day, which allows me to have homework and study time after my classes. This is completely dependent on the individual. If you can take late classes and get up earlier to do homework, great. But I have found that it's very important to plan your classes according to when you can do homework for them, allowing yourself to sleep a good amount and feel well energized for these classes. For me, it's definitely easy to oversleep if I take classes later in the day. I will end up on my phone or in bed far over eight hours, which is not a good use of my time. In order to balance work and college, you have to plan out your sleep schedule so you won't oversleep. This will allow you to be consistent and keep up in both aspects of your life because you won't be tired from one or the other. I completely agree with this. I take morning classes, so I'm able to finish up my classes by early afternoon. I then go right from class to work, finish up work in the early evening, and then have plenty of time to finish my homework before I go to bed and, and have some time to relax, of course. That's the best way to do it. For me, I've worked at Target for over two years, and also I used to do this in high school. I would go to work, high school, and cross-country practice. This taught me a lot about time management. I was in cross country too and I absolutely hated it. It's a tough mental battle for sure, but have you noticed any differences in college or high school, time management wise? I would say it's significantly different in college. The reality is that you won't be able to work as much as you did in high school because your classes are a lot more demanding. This is such a huge thing. I came into college with the expectation of working right away and working just as much as I did in high school, but that just isn't realistic. I totally agree. I definitely planned on having a job right when I came into school this year, but that was not the case. You're expected to complete two hours of work outside of class for every credit that is in that you have. In high school, the homework likely did not compare to this. Being in college is like a full-time job in terms of time. I also think it's important to work somewhere that is flexible. When you are at a full-time when you are a full-time college student, you need to make sure that the job allows you to put college first. 
I'm currently working on demand at Target, which means I can ask for shifts, but I am not automatically scheduled for any shifts. I usually work once a week, typically on Mondays, because I don't have midterms on Tuesdays, and I know that the beginning of my week is not as stressful. And if I have a midterm that week, I can just ask to work a different day or not at all. If Target were to schedule me without my consent, that would be a sacrifice of my study time. Right, and sacrificing that time might not always be the best idea. Try and choose what's best for you because you know yourself best. If I had a job right now, I think I would genuinely fail all of my classes right now. Right. With being in college for a couple months, I've learned the expectations in my classes. I think one of the most important things in college classes is to understand the weekly schedule of the class. Most classes will have the same weekday that assignments are due, so you can plan and prepare your study time. This is so important. By knowing and understanding my class and study schedule, I'm able to work on days that I know my course load is a little lighter. This has really helped me balance work and academics. Me too. For example, my bio tests are always on Wednesdays. So on Wednesdays that I have tests, I make sure I set time aside on Tuesdays to study. For my Excel class, there is a homework assignment due each Sunday, so I know to work on that assignment throughout the week. And for my accounting class, I have homework due on Fridays, so I can start this on Mondays after the class meets. After a week or two of your semester, you can start to identify the weekly schedule of the class and space out your workload throughout the week. This way, I'm able to get done with my homework early on and have time to work later in the day. Once you understand the outline of the classes, then you can learn to balance that schedule with work and make sure you never work the day before a midterm. Yeah, I remember at the beginning of the semester when we were all still trying to figure out our routines. You know, hopefully we'll, go, we'll get better at it next semester. Right? Thanks to being on demand at Target, I am able to plan out when I can study and do homework, which is key to balancing work and school life. When I work at Target, I work around 4 to 8. This is the schedule that works best for me because I can get out of class around 1, have a couple hours to study, then go to work. I definitely don't work each day. That would be crazy for me. As a full-time student, it is so incredibly important to not overwork yourself because chances are your classes are already overworking you. And you have to make sure that you are prioritizing being a student overworking. Doing well in school is crucial to your success and growth. And it's important to remember where this leads you in the future. Something that makes it much easier to balance work and school is a flexible job. Your job must allow you to work the hours that you can work and not what they make you work and definitely not make you work out of your availability. This is why an on-campus job is a great thing to consider. They are very understanding that you are a student first and understand that you have priorities that come before work. The university provides students with endless opportunities for working on campus, some of which you can even do homework in the downtime. Desk jobs at Wilson, Walter, Territorial Hall, Pioneer Hall, or other chill areas like that are great places for you to work while simultaneously doing homework. I would love to work at those. I recently interviewed for an on-campus gopher chauffeur position, and I'm anticipating seeing if I got the job. What struck me about this job was being able to do homework in the downtime. It's so great that you can find jobs here with this flexibility. Some other options for students to look into might be a desk worker or custodial staff, like Audrey said. Not to mention, by working on campus, you don't have to stress over transportation to work. They allow you to work flexible hours so your weekends can be open for spending time with friends and making memories that you'll have forever. I completely agree with this. For me, coming into college, also paying my own tuition, I knew I needed to find a job. However, I waited a bit too long to find one. I figured out my routine with classes and what days I'd need to study and do more homework after about the first two or three weeks of school. Even though I figured out my schedule, I didn't apply for a job until over two months into school. At this point, there were literally two jobs hiring. I got pretty lucky and it all ended up working out. But if you know that you want to work in college, I would recommend applying as early as you feel comfortable. This way, there will be even more opportunities. 
I'm glad we both relate about that. I know a lot of students who are stressed over work, and it's important for, the know, for them to know about the endless opportunities and ways to manage this balance. Yeah, I hear everything you guys are talking about. Meeting new people is hard, balancing my friends and my responsibilities was even harder, and wow, I think trying to find time to work is the hardest. I know I can still struggle with getting into the flow of things here, but taking it day by day and surrounding myself with people I truly enjoy really helps me. I'm really grateful that my first year is now going really well. I'm loving my clubs, I have strategies to meet new people, and I'm finally getting the hang of studying. But to be honest, it wasn't always like that. Yeah, Bella, I totally agree. That transition period can definitely catch you off guard. Yeah, from learning how to study to finding what interests me, even to figuring out what I want to do for the rest of my life and how I'm going to do it, September was not so easy. I mean, I knew my out-of-state friends struggled too, but I was also just trying to survive. I kept telling everyone, like my family back home, that I just couldn't believe that I was really here. So now you've heard of how to find some community on campus. And how to balance school and friends. And on top of that, how to balance a job. But here's a couple other things some older kids wish they would have known before coming to Carlson. So I interviewed Nico Vasiopoulos, the president of the Carlson Undergraduate Student Government. So I asked Nico, I said, what do you wish you could have told your freshman self now? And Nico gave me a pretty interesting answer. He said that one thing he wishes he would have known coming into Carlson was the plethora of resources and support that we had within our building. From the staff that are here every day, literally waiting to help us to the free fruit in the lobbies, or amazing support from the peer career coaches, club leaders, or upperclassmen. There are so many ways to find support. So that's what Nico said about Carlson, and I really appreciate his input, but like Nico said, everything here at Carlson is designed to help you, and you should be taking advantage of them. From the staff resources to other students, you can gain so much knowledge from just connecting with the people around you. You know, for example, when I had an assignment to talk to an upperclassman, I found a senior who's graduating with a degree I was interested in. I was only doing it to get the assignment done, and I was not expecting to get so much out of it. But after talking with her about her own personal experiences and seeing how willing she was to help, I felt a lot more comfortable about my own journey of exploring majors. And, you know, the funny part was she also told me about how often she changed her mind, how classes were struggles at some point, and how she didn't always know if she was on the right track. It's crazy to me to think about how there are so many others in Carlson who understand exactly what you're going through, and they made it out okay and with a degree, if I'll add. I think the best place I personally connected with others was in my clubs. This is so important to remember. College creates clubs with students in mind. We have to remember that clubs are intended for students to find a community and feel at home where they are. I know some things I took advantage of when I first started going here was study lounges, using my dining dollars on coffee, and meeting with my academic advisor right away when I got here. I think by plugging yourself right away into the college world, you can better set yourself up for success in so many ways. I really wish I would have taken even more advantage of other things like professor coffee chats, groups, group study groups, and the career coaching center. In my opinion, one thing I recommend the most highly is to go meet your counselor right away in the first month of school. They are just so helpful and caring. When I went in, I didn't even have specific questions for her, but I just wanted to talk to an expert about the majors I was interested in. She immediately started to help me narrow it down by asking me questions I had never thought to ask myself, like how would a degree in this major fulfill me? She even helped me with some non-Carlson-related things, as I mentioned, a business law minor, and she was quick to connect me with a real practicing lawyer in order to provide further resources for me to explore. I could even ask him questions about his experience to see if this would maybe one day be a good fit for me. This is such a great tip. I also did some similar things like this, and I've, I found it super beneficial. Wow, who knew that academic advisors had all these great connections? Another piece of advice I heard that really stuck with me is that coming to college, everyone is going to feel displaced, and at some point, at some point here, but Carlson is allowed and designed to 
help you find your own space or even make it. Wow, Bella, I've never thought about it like that. How would you say this applies to coming into Carlson? Well, I think it's really helpful to remember that you're not alone in the emotions you're having about coming to college. It's such a new experience for everyone involved, and you're never the only person feeling the way you are. When I came to college, I was really craving true connection with good people, and I wasn't sure how to get it. Even in this project team, I feel like I've really connected with you guys. Yeah, I totally agree. Honestly, I think the best way to offset those feelings is to just be open to new experiences and to find a new group of people, a new club, or a new class. Everything is new, which can be so scary, but when you take it in stride and accept that you're going to be in new and even uncomfortable situations, you set yourself up for growth. You set yourself up for success when you recognize that this might not be the same experience you had in high school or at home, and that part is okay. It's part of the journey of coming to college, and if you're like Audrey, it can be an additional stressor to being away from home or being away from family. And again, coming in open-minded to Carlson is going to guarantee success. Like Clara said, this will help you make friends in all kinds of places. And as someone like Lexi, who is also balancing the school work life, I hear you. Keep working hard, setting up routines, and maintaining them. But more importantly, don't listen to me. Find what works best for you. Here, here at Carlson, you're able to find a degree foremost, but also find connections, mentors, experience, friends, and best of all, a place to be.